This episode of Classically Black Podcast is brought to you by Encoda. Pricing starts at just $9.99 a month. But you can try it out for free with the seven-day trial that you can cancel at any time. Get into Encoda today. That's N-K-O-D-A. You can find it in your app store and visit Encoda.com to learn more. Okay, let's start the show. You always start, right? Oh yeah, I forgot. Cause I was like, I was like, hey y'all, it's Katie. I'm like, well, that don't sound right. <laughs> I don't know why I was expecting us to just start into the intro. We should leave this in. Uh, oh, we should. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Delaney, and it's Katie, and this is a classically black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession with chat beats. Well, with confusion in the background, y'all. This is episode fifty nine, and me and Delaney were like, Wait, hold looking at each start? other. <laughs> What the heck? Like, so when she when she gonna say something? Cause and I told like I, I told her like uh, I was like well in my head I was like hey y'all it's Katie I'm like well that don't sound right so I'm not gonna say that. This sponsorship life got me all got me all afloat because I'm like so we not starting the show how we usually do so it's like right. yeah but anyway that's what happens when Delaney's popping so okay Katie you got news this week. I'm your sub host. You have news this week. News breaking. What? what not breaking. Say? <laughs> uh, extra, extra. Read all about we it. We know it's not breaking. We know it's not extra. <laughs> um, principal violinist of XO Orchestra broke string in the middle of a concert. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Our news be boring. I be like, <laughs> dang. You know what? I saved or I saw something and I don't know where it went. It was about somebody whose pants fell down in the concert. <gasps> I think it was the conductor. I gotta find that because we gotta talk <laughs> we gotta see what happened. How you bounce back from that? Sorry for that man. And and have I ever showed you that video? There's a video out there. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Um, I think I have it saved on my phone. Um, of a conductor who accidentally knocked this soloist violin out of his hand. You freaking no i am not i'm gonna send it to you and and if i remember i'm gonna link it in the episode because it is crazy okay first of all what did the soloist do he just kind of stopped and stared and then i think he took the the concert master's violin or whatever but it was like i know that that conductor's face was red i mean you can't bounce back from that nobody asked you to conduct nobody else could you imagine so you just left your you just left your violin on the ground and confetti well, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So don't take my word for it. I'm going to send it to you, though. Yo, if I saw if you. I can link it so y'all can see it. Knock my whole life out of my hands. Imagine you playing all of a sudden. Yo, you look up your viola. My is viola. cascading through the air. <laughs> it is cascading through the through the air all the way to row D23. Girl. <laughs> it didn't go that far, though. It would just went like in Let the me- front. Let me like, tell you what's not going to happen. Stage. No more that Walton, Bartok, or whatever I was playing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't even. I was just like, yo, I, I, how do you even? I'm sorry. Like, and also, like, what? I don't care how good what's you are. Do? Mrs. Taylor be up there, you know, 
because he popping but i don't care how good you are like playing on another instrument everyone's ringing tones are different places i don't care it could be the same exact size instrument ringing mm-hmm. tones in different places it acts instruments act different now you trying to play your stuff you squeaking and squawking nah yeah. i'm leaving i'm going home i'm going you know home. i'm also right, you play bass you play bass you have a d neck somebody got an e flat neck now everything <laughs> i'm also half step sharp leaving my viola where it landed so because the thought of me picking up my viola and my sound post looks like a toothpick and it's outside of my instrument <laughs> i'm super good i'm really sensitive when it comes to my viola like i bumped it oh my god i bumped it on a mic at a at a concert we're doing with the kids and like i look at that little that little scratch every day and a piece of me dies i look at it every day it's a it's a little little scratch every scratch of my viola i know what happened and i'll be like wow katie this is why we can't have nice things that's why i brought my i brought my bass to work one time one kid had one time to hit my bass i never brought it back oh girl i stopped teaching (laughs) i stopped teaching them kids on my viola my heart my heart can't take it my blood pressure be so high around my instrument that like i bet you if you took a if you took a paper clip and it's poked my skin it'll be a gush like (laughs) because i see how y'all treat y'all instruments so i don't bring mine around y'all i have my viola they be riding that they viola's like a horsey i'm like so (laughs) i mean talking about like i I started some kids at this private school here this year and it was like a five minute conversation about how you will not this is not a paper airplane like it was like (laughs) i i make kids the kids at these schools i make them put their i make them put their instrument back in the case and zip it back up if i see them pick it up by the fingerboard like i was like i, I make them pack it all the way i'm you see me <laughs> pack it all the way zip it up put it back on the ground unzip it like don't play with me don't <laughs> not play with me not don't not <laughs> <laughs> okay what you got um okay so for the, I feel like this is the first time I've actually had an update on a story that I said I would update on. Um, but that whole ordeal that went on with us trying to pronounce Grand Teton, I think someone said it was Teton. Oh, um, uh, what's Just kind of told us how, how to say it. Wasn't it him? Hold up. Let's not. You know what? I'm just going to pull up. I'm going to pull up the message because we what we're not going to do is take another five minutes to go back and forth about whether it's Teton, Teton, or Teton. I feel like it's Teton. Okay. I feel like it's, it's, it's anyway. I feel like it's Teton because I was surprised by it because that's not how English works. But okay, English doesn't work, right? So, so there's also that. <laughs> you can go ahead. I think it's yeah. Teton. Go ahead. Yeah, because no, if it was Teton, it would be two T's. Teton. Teton. I guess it could go either way. Yeah, but I see. But I see long. I see long E. But um. Anyway, the board of directors yeah, has... Yeah, um, Sorry, I, just, I had to. Okay, go ahead. The board of directors has done what? They hired them back? All right, well, Katie's Katie's got the story. She's doing the news this week. Yep. You're freaking trash for that. Like, that was the <laughs> blackest thing ever. Like, I was trying to move the conversation along. You had to be rude. Like, I don't... That's why I don't mess with... I don't mess with black people because y'all just do too much. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Not y'all. <laughs> Not you people. Who are you calling you people? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just wrong um, for yeah, no reason. The board of directors has plans to reinvite the three musicians that they disinvited for the twenty uh twenty festival. Because he got embarrassed. Um, Who embarrassed right. him? Let me find out he was um, classically black. Okay. He not. Um Yeah, let me not name any names, but um about who who said what. But anyway, um 
that the board had ruled that the CEOs um, ruled that the CEO would still like, you know, be employed there after receiving a sharply worded letter from uh, the music director and another 15 past board members Oof. Um, that called for his dismissal. So Could you imagine you got 15 past board members and the music director who's working with you saying like, yeah, so you should fire him. <laughs> I agree publicly. Um, yeah, but they said that he will remain there, but they are going to invite all the other people back. Um, so, um, we'll see if they decide to go back. Yeah, that's but, a thing. Um, you decide to yeah. go back, but especially because these are no rinky-dink musicians. Exactly, like, these people are like in major orchestras. Right. Like they might be like, "Nah, we good." I'm like, I'll be actually, I'll be, I'm super good. Is what I was. So one hundred and fifty thousand dollars I'm making a year is good enough for me. Like Thanks. that will that will be it. That will be the release. I'm super mm. good. Yeah. Thank you so much for your inquiry. Right. So, thank you so much, but won't be a won't be an issue. Um. Yeah, and then our other piece of news this week is that apparently um, David Geffen Hall in New York is about to receive a $550 million makeover. So where y'all find $550 million American dollars? And where can I find some? Right. I mean, congratulations. That's amazing. Right. Um, Apparently, the reimagining is going to have it's gonna um have the same existing stage um which is home for the new york philharmonic but it's gonna move forward 25 seat 25 seats okay 25 feet um and then the audience seating is gonna wrap around it um Hmm. it's also gonna double the lower entrance lobby in size so oh so y'all y'all filling up the hall if y'all need to double the lobby size double it Um, though yeah y'all that okay they're gonna um add a new bistro and a media (laughs) wall um which I don't know what that means. Is that like something for people to take pictures in front of? Or like, oh no, it's like a screen. Yeah, that sounds like it's like a that screen stuff that be on the pull down screens, but that's I gonna be guess. like embedded in the wall. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, okay. Um, plus it's also gonna have a number of innovative initiatives um to provide more visibility of the space to the street environment. So that's cool. So yeah, it's gonna cool. try to uh, connect life inside with the world outside of it. Um and since the hall had opened in 1962, it's been historically, apparently, I never heard of this, but you know, I don't really be paying attention, um, historically viewed as having um, a bunch of troublesome acoustics. Have you ever been in there? I saw the New York Phil once, yeah, but like years ago, like maybe 10. So okay, now I didn't know nothing about no acoustics. I was like, oh, they sound good. I still don't, so I still don't unless it's extreme. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I know a little something, but like nothing to be like, if we move this yeah. three millimeters, <laughs> the back of the timpani session is going to go fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've played in a, like, I, I played in this one church. Oh my God, playing in churches and gyms. Girl, it was same. like, it was like, it was, no, it was literally the worst thing I have ever done. Like, <laughs> Like you couldn't even hear the person next to you or you playing. Like it was just a mass of sound because it was like everything was like marble. I don't even know. It was crazy. Churches are um, hard, depending yeah. on the church. Our, my church is carpeted, so it would probably be fine. Yeah, I feel like I've only played like I feel like there's only be those extra churches like, like the cathedral. Yeah, 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 cathedral. It was a cathedral. Um, yeah, but like regular old churches be fine. Um, uh, we we need carpet because you know we be stomping, so we can't right. The stomp, the whole stomp. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) 
way off. I was just listening to that. Anyway. Oh my God. Um, if I freaking did that, like what? Period. Wow. Um, they're actually reducing the seating capacity um, from 27, 28 to 2,200 seats. Um, but there's going to be. That's not like a, a lot. St- it is. Less right? than Kodak. Yeah. I mean, we Kodak don't. has about 2,600. I mean, we don't be That's why it always that, looks. So. <laughs> they did when Joshua Bell was there and when mm-hmm. Renee Fleming was there. Which time? The, but, Sorry. I didn't mean it. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't mean it. Okay. Um, but also, that's why our concerts be looking so empty because yeah. where 2,600 people coming from, you know? Um, to see the freaking see Eastman Philharmonia yeah, right, on a Thursday. <laughs> on a Thursday at that. In the snow. <laughs> right. So, um, but there's going to be a steeper incline added to the orchestra level so that um, it will significantly improve the listening experience and the sight line. Um, $36 million of that of those funds have already been raised. Um, which, can I raise $36 million? <laughs> I mean, period. Um, but it's going to return to... Car- it okay the new york philharmonic i could never be a news anchor i'm terrible at this um the new york philharmonic um is gonna return to carnegie hall during uh the renovation but they got money money to pay for all that they're gonna be out at least for a year oh and by the way this is so informal but um (laughs) by the way i saw (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna call you back No, by the way, I just remember because you know New York Philharmonic has, I think it's a manager of like education and community engagement position open. I don't know if it's still open, but I saw this like last week, so it's probably still open. Um, yeah, so community engagement, y'all might could uh, apply for that. Y'all I'm might should so, because yeah, yeah, because they're gonna have the same people in there talking about. Well, you know, maybe if we never mind not never mind let yeah, me know you know what i that. almost jumped off of that but i remember the mics I, are going I, and yeah and i would love a job someday so <laughs> <laughs> so we'll reconnect about that afterwards yeah that's we're gonna we're gonna do that off offline Ooh, Chile. all right moving all right. on mm-hmm. okay intermission so last week we there's a video by this guy called vin oh he has a bunch of subscribers okay get your coin in then head to row i'll link it down below and he does these videos of him playing piano and it's like 10 songs you heard you've heard but don't know the name too don't know the name we don't end sentences and prepositions don't know the name and um so delaney and i are going to test our classical music knowledge and girl last week was an embarrassment or so, lack thereof or right or like last week Jeez, I felt like that one was, was was I don't know. That was like you know them weird music history classes like after nineteen fifty, I felt that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, so how many how many are there? It's ten. Ten? Okay. I'm just want I just want a number. Let me see somebody in the comments said what they were. These people who comment are not fun. You're supposed to be like video starts here. Da 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 da. That's what you're supposed to do. Wait, said what the answers were? Yeah. Why are you looking at the answers? I'm not. I'm looking to see if someone did it. Nope. Okay. Here we go. Okay, I was about to say, how you gonna how you gonna know? Now you accidentally no. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Hmm. 
my speed. Okay. These are real. from um, the song that Jay Simmons sampled in Beethoven in Black Beethoven okay so I was right okay at first I was gonna say list because of the texture but I was like wait hold up the harmony sound like something I know and I was list okay let's see how we did girl I'm upset because this one that I know it and I freaking I'm just blanking on the name Okay, ready? I like yes. I, I think it's we're the same number six, right? With, no, number freaking three, which is so obvious. And I like I cannot. Number three was on it. last year, last last year. Okay, last week's right. Okay, that's what I thought. Was it William Tell? Yeah, I think it was William Tell. The reason why I, the reason why I didn't think it was William Tell, I was like, okay, am I tripping? Because it sounded like William Tell, but William Tell was on the last one. But so also, I don't know how far apart he recorded these videos. Oh, he did okay. them like oh. Well. Oops. We'll see. Because now we can be... Okay. Okay, number one. Fight of the Bumblebee. Fight of the Bumblebee. Okay. Number two. Twinkle, twinkle. I wonder what the real name for that is. It's called... Oh, yeah. Avu Derege. <laughs> by Mozart. <laughs> okay, number eight. Yeah, William Tell. Um, number eight. Sorry. He did a counting down. Number three. Um... um Cannon D. Oh yeah. yeah, and then number four, Cannon D. You said, I don't mind Pachelbel's Cannon because you're not playing uh, D A B F sharp. D, like, girl, it's so freaking boring. It's mind-numbingly boring. 
Okay, I'm so mad. Number five, I couldn't get it. Number five, I don't think I knew. It's the flutter room. The oh, the flutter flutter room or whatever. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, it's Wagner, ain't it? Strauss too. Strauss. Oh, okay. I no, need, I'm thinking Demises. Okay. Okay, I'm so mad. Okay, number five, I knew it was by Mozart, but I didn't know the. Number five, I thought we just did number five. Sorry, number six. Sorry, it's confusing because he's going down. Yo, he's going backwards. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was by Mozart, so I got that, but I couldn't remember the name. Did you get the name? No. Rondo Alaturka. Uh, I didn't know it was Mozart. Okay. Oh. Well, the next one's for Jacques. Jacques. Did you spell it? you say French. You spell it in French? Yeah. You spell it with the accent grave? Girl, you know I don't do all that. You you know you got to do to type that? You just hold the E. <laughs> you press and hold oh, the wow. E. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, number eight, Yankee Doodle. Oh, you want to say that? I didn't. I didn't remember that one either. I was like, I know this is like a childhood song, but I don't remember. But I learned my lesson last week I, with the chicken dance. I was like, we gonna go for it. Okay. Because I, I was like, it can't be the chicken dance. It got to be variations on a theme about poultry or something like. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was literally called the chicken dance. Okay. Um, number nine. Did you get number nine? Yeah. Stars and Stripes. By- Stars and Stripes? Yeah. Okay, by John Philip Sousa. That's what yeah, I, I didn't write his name, though. That's my jam. I freaking love Stars and Stripes forever. America doesn't deserve it. At all. Okay, I'm happy I won with my good. Okay, number ten. I didn't get, I didn't get that it was Moonlight, but I knew it was Beethoven. Uh, yeah, see, I ain't and the that. only reason, because I first I guess list because of the texture of the piano. Oh yeah, that is Moonlight Sonata. I'm so mad. And I was like, oh, was well. Beethoven really cutting up like that? And then I heard the harmony underneath that sounded like Moonlight Sonata, and I was like, oh, okay, bit. All right, thanks for playing along with us. We are moving on. Encoda is the digital subscription app that lets you access, edit, and share thousands of titles for every instrument. You know how your teacher be going crazy when you bring in a whack addition to your lesson? Yeah, some of these back additions be looking like a freshman theory dictation. All right, looking like it was written with crayon by candlelight. Okay. <laughs> but good thing you have Encoda. They have some of the field's leading publishing companies, including Brykoff and Hardo, uh, Boozy and Hawks, and G. Schwimmer. So download Encoda and be prepared for that first listen. Pricing starts at just $9.99 a month, but you can try it out for free with a seven-day trial that you can cancel anytime. That's N-K-O-D-A. Thank you, Encoda, for sponsoring this episode, and we are moving on. All right, y'all. So I I just wanted to share because I thought it was so cute. I put it on my Insta story the other day. So I got an advent calendar today did you grow up with having an advent calendar not today i got it for december like i've been doing it uh we have some we have something similar like it's it's like a thing don't you like punch it in and you get something out of it yeah see ours is just like it's it's so it's not that never mind (laughs) but i've always (laughs) seen people have them especially like people abroad have advent calendars and then i was like i want one but of course i'm vegan so i ordered a vegan advent calendar and it's been so cute like every day you open it you get a little chocolate it is so adorable it has like little like christmas figures on it and actually trader joe's has like a whole bunch of them so it must be like 
like in style now because I've never seen advent calendars like readily available unless I've not been paying attention. So um, I thought that'll be cute to do a classical music uh, advent calendar for y'all. So what's going to happen is we're going to share 17 of our favorite Christmas songs slash pieces. And then on Instagram, I'm going to post one every day until Christmas so this episode comes out on the 9th so we'll do one for the 9th and then all the way through the 25th um so Delaney I was had it on my notes app this is the first oh my god I don't have it on my notes app what am I gonna do I gotta go to the yeah, Google you said classical music you said classical music advent calendar I was like well only one of mine is classical I, I tried I had to work a little bit little, little bit because I wanted to do some classical music Oh um, yeah, I, I got to the end and I was like, I just can't leave these. There's just too many good Christmas songs. We had to leave some out. Oh my god! And it's like I was. I told Delaney like, you know, let's do our best and then whatever, like come up with more than eight so we could um account for it when we overlap. We didn't overlap not even once. So <laughs> you forget how many Christmas songs there are, except for our our grand finale. Oh, that's what I was like. We're gonna take the one off the table. Like we already know yeah. that's the one we pick. <laughs> so. And if you are right. OG listener, you know Ezekiel, which okay piece we talking about, right? And go back and listen to <laughs> our last Christmas episode. Remember freaking last year? Did we wait? Did we release that when we were when we when we sang it? Mm-hmm. Wait, we did. Wait, what do you mean? When we sang the overture, did we release that episode? Yeah, we did. Yes. No, we did not. Yes, we did. Oh, are you kidding? Oh my god, I have to go back and listen because all I remember is it going terribly the first time. We were like, we can't put that out no that was that was the new year's episode i would have read when we tried to we tried to sing something else for the new year's episode and it sounded so freaking bad that i was like i would rather not put a i I would rather not put out an episode (laughs) okay (laughs) okay 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 my first christmas song um is let it snow by boys to men we are the boys in motion that's not the same thing sorry okay at all (laughs) (laughs) we give you our devotion not at all (laughs) um this is a classic classic black christmas Christmas. yes (laughs) like period um yes we're gonna say like a little bit about it most of my facts are kind of boring but um i didn't know that it was co-produced and written and also featuring vocals from brian mcknight well i knew that part but that that he wrote it and co-produced it didn't know that so i'm gonna play a little bit of it just so just enough to get y'all to turn this off and go turn it back on and turn this back on Like a <laughs> yeah but y'all know the song yeah if you don't i would go listen to it yeah <laughs> okay if you don't know now you know right and if you don't know oh never mind we can't say that okay um my p- <laughs> my second piece is called bugler's holiday and it's by leroy anderson i'm gonna hold off on my leroy anderson fact because I, my next piece is also by leroy anderson uh, make sure my sound is up. Okay, here we go. It's lit. Mm-hmm. 
it's so i love it like i heard it for the first time yesterday and i was like this is freaking lit it feels like leo anderson you're playing it it's for three trumpets and orchestra it's like Okay, shout out to Peyton. Right, shout out to Peyton. Now you could right. Now you can relax, okay? We we featured the girls, okay? The brass (laughs) girls. There was a win piece last week. There was two win pieces. There was two I don't wanna hear nothing else. I don't wanna hear nothing else. (laughs) You you should feel seen. (laughs) Cause the girls be in our DMs talking about all y'all do is talk about strings. I'm like, girl, that's all I know. Okay, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No tea, no shade, but I'm just saying. Okay, um, my next one um, is Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder. I would Aww. be remiss if I didn't um, uh, do a Stevie Wonder song. Um, and also, a fun fact, Stevie Wonder has his own Christmas Pandora station, like, just for his Christmas songs. Yes, he so should. I mean, I didn't know that, right. but now um, I know. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I before was listening to Soulful Celebrations, which, if you didn't know, Soulful Celebrations is the Pandora station for all the black Christmas songs. Um but yeah, this song came out in 1967, um, and unfortunately, the lyrics are still relevant today um, because it's basically a, like him wishing for um, there to be like no war and like world peace instead of like toys and stuff. So here it is. Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys playing with moms like kids play with toys one warm December our hearts will see a world where men are free period it's hard for me to turn that song off but yeah i love that song beautiful okay so my next piece is sleigh ride you cannot talk about christmas without talking about sleigh ride like period this is by leroy anderson <laughs> leroy anderson is like that like was that uh was that girl like he wrote a lot of american um music he's one of our one of our great american composers um and he was really um one of few one of very few i'm talking about picking slim pickings um (laughs) um but he was uh many of us were introduced to him by the boston pops who played a lot of his arrangements so here is sleigh ride You know what? Let's get the skip ahead to the jazz part. Yo. Okay, don't let me act. Here come, here come. Wait, wait. Here we go. Okay, don't let me. Okay, y'all. Here we go. Oh my freaking goodness! Yo! <laughs> oh my gosh! Our apologies if you don't celebrate Christmas. I'm sorry. Over here. 
you know, if I were conducting that, it has to slow down at the jazz part. You got to break it down. Like, he freaking did that. We'll be there all day. It's supposed to be two minutes. <laughs> okay. No, we'll be there all day. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. I got so excited, y'all. My bad. Um, okay, my next one has been one of, at one point, it was my all-time favorite Christmas song. Um, I think now that I've been reminded, like, especially because last year, Christmas around that time was hellacious. So, like, I really wasn't doing Christmas big. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's been a long time since I've, like, really, really dove into my Christmas music. So, this song, I can't say it's, like, my top now because I'm rediscovering stuff. But um, definitely up there for one of my favorite Christmas songs ever is White Christmas by The Drifters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it features their... Um, lead singer Clyde McFadder um so sometimes it's listed as Clyde Clyde McFadder in the Mm -hmm. in the drifters Mm -hmm. but um yeah it was released in 1954 um and it peaked at number two on the billboards rhythm and blues record uh okay records records chart I was trying to say recordings but anyway here it is Black Christmas, just like the ones I used to know. Where those trees are, listen, and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow, the snow. Okay, and then I gotta, I gotta skip to the falsetto. Listen, period. I mean, I'm dreaming of a black Christmas, but I mean, always. You know what I mean, right? Merry Christmas. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Okay. <laughs> so my next piece, um, is, yeah, it's a piece. Okay, is uh, Hallelujah from Handel's. Mas- I'm sorry, Handel's Messiah. And um, my fact about that piece is the fact that cause you know how like every time it comes on, like people stand up for it. Have you noticed that? Every time you play it, people stand up. I don't really be playing it like that. I played Handel's Messiah like a, a bunch of times. So it's believed that the reason why uh, people stand up is like the king like was really pleased by it. So he he stand, he stood up at, at the first like, um, what's it called? Premiere of the Messiah. He stood up during it. Also, it's like talking about like all hail the Lord. So and then so that's that's either that could be the reason why but he stood up during the premiere so like now it was just like because everyone stood up too so now it's just customary for you to stand because i was i was wondering i also really like playing it like i mean i'm very religious as well so you know i feel i'd be like yeah all hell period i feel like that's that's one of the only things that's where it's customary to stand that i'll be standing so (laughs) and that's on period big dot okay here we go (laughs) (laughs)
Okay, y'all know how this goes. Um, <laughs> but Hondo, Hondo did that thing though because um, the veil part's actually really nice. So, okay, okay, period. Um, period. My, my next one is um, Ave Maria, Michael Bublé's version. I think his version is so freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, y'all know schubert did that um he was the original um she'll be will be right should we do we do okay um <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna play a little bit of it It has like a bit of an intro but it's not too long so <clears throat> So that intro was longer than I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to stop it there. <laughs> but, but yeah, his whole Christmas album lit. Okay, just because I was trying to do a little even mix, the classical stuff, I picked a box Christmas oratorio. Now, this work is a doozy. It's, I was just about to say, sure, it's a work. It's <laughs> a, a, a piece of work. <laughs> a piece of work. But Bach pulled out all the stops as a part of... Um, it's often grouped together with his other two oratorios, like I think for like Easter and then let me not to get the line, but it's grouped up through the other three. I'm gonna tell you when I find it. Um and it's three hours long. Like y'all like listen, we give we we thank God for what he did for us, but three hours? I mean he only made us human. Like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But okay, like, even God is up there. Like I get it. Thank you. I am. You great. are welcome. I am grand. <laughs> <laughs> we. I am. Um, I am the all best powerful. Ever happened to you? I get it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I actually have another meeting after this, so so we gotta wrap it up then. Okay, but um, I'm gonna play the opening. You really can't pick. I tried to pick a like you know something that spoke to me. Here go the opening. The first move is always pretty lit anyway. So here it is. Okay, violas. Like imagine like going to a little concert like a oh, Bach wrote a new oratorio okay period let's go you know it's December twenty first let's go down and see what Bach talking about 
Right. You go down. You wake up. It's December twenty sixth. <laughs> right. I'm about to say you go down. You look. You in there. You in there for three and a half hours. You look down at your sundial. You'll be like, where did the time go? Okay, not at the sundial. Girl, it's seventeen thirty four. <laughs> what else they got? You suck. <laughs> you suck. Though. What else do they got? Not you look down at your sundial. No, okay. I'm just saying. Okay, what you got? Wow. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> What number um, are we my even next on? one nine five. Um, my next oh not five. I'm looking at my. Just, we said nine. two different numbers. Okay, and yeah. then <laughs> for the advent, we're at number nine. Yeah, nine. Um, my next one, another Black Christmas <laughs> classic. Um, Silent Night by The Temptations from their very first Christmas album. So here we go. I'll set on the background. Not even a rose in my mind. Motown Christmas. Okay. So let me go back. So my next one is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, it is a church song. It's a gospel song rather. Um, it's by Norman Hutchins called Emmanuel. Like you people sing this song outside of Christmas, but it was actually on his Christmas album. Yeah. Period. With the with the um people sing outside of christmas but i feel like i wait all year to hear emmanuel like i I literally wait all year so i could be like and then the modulations oh black people love (laughs) (laughs) okay they're like play the songs (laughs) he's a king of kings and lord of lords that song slaps he freaking did that but norma hutchins this is actually um this he won a bunch of dove awards Dove awards is like the the gospel award if y'all don't know a bunch of stellar awards same thing the dove awards and the, i'm not gonna get into that but there's a dove awards and the stellar awards both for gospel basically i don't want to say that but everybody know one white one black everybody know that <laughs> um and manny was one of his best performing songs here we go Not the praise dance. <laughs> Come on, praise dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worship him. <laughs> and then the and then you heard, mm, you know the Altos did that, didn't you? He did. Oh my god. And then oh my god. 
Delaney is in full worship. Just in case y'all are wondering. <laughs> Here we go. This is the best part. It actually gets way better, but like I will play the whole thing if I don't stop now. So, um, <laughs> right? That's how it be sometimes. <laughs> so, well, I'm just gonna pull up. When I tell you, me and my mom are both culprits of this, sitting in the car for like an extra 15 minutes because the song, like, because a different song came on mm-hmm. that you must hear. And sometimes, as soon as the song ends, I turn it off because I already know if I let something else play, I'm gonna be here it all will, night. I'm be, we're gonna be like, <laughs> Y'all will be like, it's gonna be a full copyright strike. I'm talking about SoundCloud taking the whole thing down. So let's <laughs> we gonna move on. All right. So my next one is Santa Claus Go Straight to the Ghetto, uh, by James Brown. <laughs> I love this song. All right. <laughs> Period. Um. Uh. Yeah. It came out in 1968 on his album A Soul for Christmas, which was I think his 22nd album. Pumping him out. Um. So yeah, period. Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Hitch up your reindeer uh, Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Okay, I don't know who in the ghetto named Johnny, but okay. All right, well, he was no. probably trying to figure. Maybe. Oh yeah, little John John. Right. Yeah. I'm about to say leave us leave a toy for Demetrius. Right. And Latavia. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna cut this show off one day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right, they're gonna be like, so anybody got a podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, so my that's the truth, right? Never mind, never mind, never mind. Um, so my next song is one of my it's actually not even one. It's my favorite Christmas song. Um, it's called "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas." And Aww, Katie, I want you to. <laughs> you are trash, just hot trash. And there is um a legend that this was written to raise money to get a hippopotamus for a local zoo but it really wasn't like the little girl really just wanted a hippopotamus for christmas and then the promoter used it to raise money to get a hippopotamus for a zoo i thought it was, that's kind of meanwhile she knew how deadly hippopotami hippopotamuses i think it's i think it's miss misses that's not okay. let's not go hippopotamuses are they this, can snap this, you in half just in half like <laughs> They are dangerous, like and terrible, terrible, creature. and hard to kill. Cause, the, cause they have like twenty feet of skin before you get to the. Yeah. Okay, not twenty feet. <laughs> you agree with me? Feet, <laughs> Katie. Yep. Yeah, but they skin dumb thing, dumb thing. The whole they be looking ashy all the time. Okay, here we go. Shout out to Garrett. Oh, hey, Garrett. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Not only. Don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy. I want a hippopotamus. 
I do. I love that. Always think stuff is easy because they ain't gotta do it. How easy you think it is to get a big old hippopotamus to your front door? She's ten. She was ten when she recorded this. Kids don't think nothing through. Yeah, just all tie them up to the railing outside, and I'll come get them. Right. Just be airborne in the in the air with a hippopotamus in your in in the back. Hitch them up to your to your reindeer. How hard is that? That, Not hard at all, Sandy old boy. (laughs) (laughs) What you lay? Okay. (laughs) Um, my next one is this Christmas, Chris Brown's version. I have to give an honorable shout out because there was a Twitter thread that was like, name a song that has nothing to do with Christmas that like always reminds you of Christmas. And one was Try a Little Tenderness because he sang that in the movie this Christmas. Oh, for real? I have to give, yeah, I have to do a shout out to that song because I freaking love that song even more than I love this Christmas, oh, but shoot. it's not a Christmas song. So, um, yeah, so here goes Chris Brown's version. Hang all the mistletoe I'm gonna get to know You better This Christmas And as we trim the tree How much fun it's gonna be Together This Christmas Man, he did that. He did. You could say a lot about Chris Brown, but one thing you right. cannot tell, say about him is that he cannot sing. I was just about to say, too bad he getting cold for Christmas, but yeah, or or crack. But <laughs> all tea, all shade. Okay, my next song is "Baby It's Cold Outside." Um. And I really, really, really love this song. Like, only second to I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That, that, that's very, I feel like that, that song is very on brand for you because you always dreaming big. Like, what what, what, what am I going to do with a hippopotamus? <laughs> I just love it. And it's like so, she's so like oblivious to the fact, that's my problem with my dreams. She's so oblivious okay. to the fact that like, girl, what's your mama going to say when you got a 4,000 Okay, hold up. Four thousand pounds. Really, Katie? <laughs> so Katie's just really off of the measurements today. I can't say nothing because I can't do math. So anyway, this was written by Frank uh, Lauser, and there's a lot of um, not negative. Like yeah, even if you look it up on like, if you look it up, it says like back in 2009, like it, it faced some criticism because it's like it uh, it presumes like assault or harassment but it's really what it was re- originally written for is loser i think i'm saying his name because it, it cannot be loser so we're gonna go with loser <laughs> we're gonna go with loser uh he wrote it for his wife you know talking about it's cold outside and like 
you you know he was like it, it's like at a at a christmas party he starts singing his song so the guests can leave so they could do what they do okay that's the reason why <laughs> not do what they do nope. what do you mean <laughs> you know no. christmas is coming early okay nope. uh, <laughs> well i was about to say something terrible <laughs> <laughs> let us stop because we be mad inappropriate okay um here it is this is uh john legend and kelly clarkson Sexiest Man Alive, Sexiest Christmas to date. Here we go. Yeah, well. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. I can call you a ride. just told me what she was gonna say and i actually want to end the show i want to stop right here <laughs> well we still got some more songs to go <laughs> you forget suck for that <laughs> okay um okay so my next song my only classical one <laughs> on here no i've been real oh yeah i guess so yeah we gonna take that only like yeah it counts um but it was black of okay, course my only orchestral one um is a christmas festival by leroy anderson Less, first of all leroy anderson he was writing okay right he listen like <laughs> i had to put this on here i was just like i can't believe i forgot a christmas festival and there are some of my favorite christmas songs that did not make it on here because i'm like dang we only doing this many like you can't possibly cover all the amazing you can't songs. you really can't um but yeah, this is um, a Christmas festival for orchestra by Leroy Anderson. He basically did a mashup of like nine Christmas carols. So I'm gonna play. Um, I'm gonna drop the the pin around a minute and twenty seconds because um, it's one of my favorite parts. But the whole thing is lit. It's lit from end. top to bottom. Like period. actually, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna play the very opening and then I'm gonna go into the 120 just so y'all could just so y'all could see how just in case for whatever godly ungodly reason you're not familiar because father god What? Like he was Dang. cutting up. He was cutting up. Um, man, I'm gonna skip forward to.
like what that it's all lush and just like, i love it when i tell you um Leroy Anderson was like, you know what? Well, let me save America from Copeland, and let me just come in and <laughs> and save the day. And, right, because we were drowning, and that he did in Copeland and racism. So that he still drowning in one of them. So <laughs> no, we still in the in the deadly hands of Copeland. The girls love a good Appalachian hymn. It's Springer hymn. Spring, Spring. There's a piece called Appalachian hymn. It's also it's a it's a piece for children, but. Nevertheless, okay. My last piece um, is the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. I love this song. For the longest time, I thought it was sung by a white man, and then I was like, "And I'm not the only one, so don't drag me." And then it was like, "No, sing by Nat King Cole." And um, this is regarded as the most loved seasonal song, and um, was in 1946 was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. Period. The 1946 recording was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1974. So here we go. Okay. Oh, that's my right hand. Right. <laughs> on an open my God, this make it. This make it feel like Christmas. It really do. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Like real strings? It was like a full orchestra. Being sung by choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make. Tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. All right. Right. She finding it hard to sleep tonight because uh she expecting that hippopotamus right. to get through the door. Good says they Santa Claus making all that noise trying to figure out how to get the hippopotamus through the door. <laughs> Cause your raggedy self wanted the hippopotamus. Okay. So if you OG, like you've been here since day one. You know that not only do we stand Tchaikovsky, we stand all things Tchaikovsky except for that one little opera. But we ain't gonna say nothing about that. Um, <laughs> and so you know that we love the Nutcracker. So this is number seventeen. This is the last piece. Okay, for this one, I have to play two of them. So we should probably. I want to do them in chronological order. Okay, mine is dead last. Well. Not, no, not, mine is not technically. Last. Technically, yours is dead last. And mine is actually first and last. Yeah, <laughs> and in the middle one that Katie's doing, both of us go up for that part. Yo, he because bruh. All right, <laughs> which what okay. you playing? So my first one um, is from Act One, Scene One, Number One. Um, La- girl, you know I can't say this. Larbre de Noel. I don't know what that means in English. Something Noel. Um, but it's just beautiful, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. 
Period. Like. Period. Okay. I couldn't see nothing you were doing just now. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't do it heard. for attention. I was doing it because I was freaking lit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just heard some commotion. I was like, <laughs> <over> commotion. <laughs> okay. Mine. This is like one of the most beautiful moments in the opera. I mean, it's not opera. The ballet. The potted. It's so freaking gorgeous. Like, <laughs> honestly, when I saw it in real life for the first time, like when I saw the Nutcracker for the first time, I cried. Like, literally cried like they were like are you good i wasn't like sobbing but like it was so it's so with the dancer it <clears throat> okay this is the pot of dough from act two i think it's a couple i think there's one more pot of dough you know i'll be a pot of docs okay so also <laughs> i dropped it we're at like the apex of of the it's just like so good <laughs> Jesus. And then, like, normally at that part, like, when they, da, 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 like, they, the dude, I forgot, it's the Nutcracker Prince, he, like, hoists the, um, he hoists her in the air at that part, be walking around the stage with her, and he, I guess doing that. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay, classy black tries ballet. That would go terribly. I, can't, I, have, I have no I used to do ballet. Like. I used to be hella flexible. I used to do ballet before I did music. I busted my lip doing high kicks because I bust I busted it with my kneecap. Okay. Period. Now I'm old and crusty and can't do none of that. But so. man. You will weep. I'm gonna see the cracker this year. I have to go. I'm not for that last year, but we ain't gonna talk about that. And then when the cell when the cellos are like ascending, I just can't like and like Honestly, I couldn't so imagine being in the pit for that. I will, I will cry. They'll be like, "Okay, so we can't, <laughs> we can't have you crying, baby. I'm mind your business." Right. Okay, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Um, I just had to give a shout out to the um the final waltz. So here's that real quick. It's just so lit. <laughs> just gorgeous it makes me wish i knew how to waltz and had somebody to waltz with oh my dog period i'm sure chango would love that yeah <laughs> all right y'all so there go our christmas advent uh if you don't follow us on instagram follow us at classically black podcast so you could get relive with us or whatever and we are moving on 
right to black excellence black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because there is room for everybody at the top who are you talking about delaney okay so my black excellence this week is long overdue um so me and me and katie have talked about people that we shout out on the show like is it passing is a it lot. <laughs> we shout out in passing on the show a lot but we've just never had them as black excellence just because like i don't know we just have there's no reason there's no reason i'm so angry because- actually i never thought about <laughs> what the heck because the thing is there's certain people that it's like do we really even have to say it like they're just so high caliber in black excellence that it's like do we we don't even really have to tell y'all yeah this, we're talking about Martin Luther King next okay <laughs> 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 no nah, but it's just some people that it's just like girl we already know so this week our black excellence is Joseph Kanye ah! <laughs> And that's it. And that is the black excellence, period. The okay. name. That is it. Like, if y'all don't know. If you didn't know, now you know. Like, I mean, I don't understand. And shame on you for not knowing. I mean, you can't. And, like, I really, I really don't. Like, th- that's the reason why I was like, when I was like, okay, what, what prompted this was that basically um, on Instagram, I saw. Oh, yeah. When he just. Um, that he was a finalist. I'm like. Yeah, for the 2020 Lewis Music Prize. Okay, Lewis Prize for Music. Um, and then, I kid you not, this is exactly what I said when I saw that. I was like, well, he's done it again. <laughs> <laughs> what, what doesn't this man do? <laughs> I was like, he's done it again. Like, So I was just like, you know what? Even though it goes without saying, I'm making my black excellence this week. Because, oh my God. come on. And he being so period. Okay, okay, plant well. powered. Okay, well um <laughs> no i'm just kidding um we should i'm just gonna we should get uh go out to lunch at sphinx so we can i mean you outnumbered so okay not outnumbered we're going to a vegan restaurant time for a seitan sandwich well anyway <laughs> um, i'm just gonna read off a couple of things um from his illustrious bio um illustrious the ones that we don't deserve no one deserves right so as um as we all probably know he is the assistant principal um in the philadelphia orchestra since 2010 period he's been out there for a minute Uh, imagine being popping all your life what a a concept but honestly even from before that because he joined uh, philadelphia orchestra after being after having tenure with um atlanta symphony uh the grand Rapids symphony uh, where he was principal bass and the santa fe opera orchestra okay period um he's also a chamber musician he's an artist of the chamber music society of lincoln center honestly my freaking dream job like <laughs> you know how i am i love chamber music mm and have trouble getting people to play with me as a bass player because they all want to play i want to play this string quartet i want to play this piano trio meanwhile why um okay he's also performed <laughs> he's also performed um as a soloist um with many different symphonies the Richmond symphony the alabama symphony also the sphinx symphony he won second prize in the 2004 sphinx competition that's crazy all these symphonies yeah. can afford him wow i mean no wonder you almost no, have been saving up for a while no wonder they busting budgets that makes sense now that makes sense oh, okay. right i was wondering um, of course he went to curtis um okay curtis period <laughs> period on, i curtis. mean 
I mean, they really, I mean, they probably paid him to go there. No, honestly. right. I'm about to say, he went to Curtis. Curtis went to him. I was just about to say. Because <laughs> ain't no way. Curtis went to him. Ain't no way he. At hand. Ain't no way he took pencil to pay for it to apply to Curtis. You can't. You're right. They gonna make me believe that. Right. He was getting ready to just jet off and be black and excellence elsewhere. And they called him, please, sir. Please, 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 please sir. <laughs> please, sir. Consider us. Just. Just. <laughs> Just shave off a smidgen of your talent and bring it over here. <laughs> like, just we don't even need the whole thing. Just a smidgen. Do it. Like one year. Just give us one year. <laughs> we'll give you the gr- promise. We'll make it worth your while. <laughs> um, he's also received a plethora of awards. Um, he is a 2019 Sphinx Organization Medal of Excellence recipient. Period. Um, I know. Period. Um. And which was accompanied by a career grant um, and ceremonies at the Kennedy Center and the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, just all types of stuff. I just, my mouth is getting dry. Um, he also received the C. Hartman Kuhn Award, which is the highest honor bestowed on a musician of the Philadelphia Orchestra. Um, like... <laughs> Like, it's just your yearly reminder, hey, he's better than you. Um Johnson, what you be doing? How you get I didn't even get that? I never heard it. It was he was selected by their music director. Like like he the music director got up on that podium. Stepped over the principal. He he looked around at the at all the musicians on stage and he was like, You You, you right there. What year did you. he get that? Um, in twenty eighteen. Oh dang, I'm about to say was it before he got principal? That would have been I thought it was well, he's assistant principal. No, I'm saying it before. I'm sorry. I thought it was before. I thought you said 208. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, 20 no. <laughs> How you get it before you in the orchestra? Because <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> Could you imagine? You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, right, he on a sub list one day. And he's like, you know what? <laughs> Forget all of y'all. Right. Because he, um, him. <laughs> Later, um, later in the same year, 2018, uh, he was named one of Musical America's 30 Professionals of the Year, um, innovators, independent thinkers, and entrepreneurs. And you know what? This makes sense because this just came out this year. And I was thinking, why is he not on here? It's because he done already got it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Because when I saw that he got, that he was a finalist for the other award, I was like, why he not on this list? He done already got right, it. Right. Clean sweep. Period. Take all that stuff. <laughs> Step on their right. necks. Um, in 2015, he was the um, recipient of the inaugural Young Alumni Award for uh, his alma mater, Curtis Institute. No, which l- listen, their the alma mater, one. Joseph Conyers. That's we okay. have to make sure that we <laughs> flip it around. We gotta, we gotta pay respect to what respect is due. Right, but the inaugural one. So you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they made that uh, that award just for him. Yeah, there's there has been no more since. Do <laughs> <laughs> better. The first and the last and the only. <laughs> Um, also, there's more. In 2007, he was named one of the 30 leaders under 30 by Ebony Magazine. You're kidding. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're freaking lying. I'm not kidding. No, I'm, gonna I'm not that. kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. 30 under 30. He's a 30 under 30? Listen, come on, black excellence. <laughs> Um, and then in 1999, we just going, you, if you think like, oh, this is as far back as it goes. Nope. Goes back further. 1999. I was one. Probably, um, probably before birth at this rate. <laughs> um, he was one of the first guests on, um, the pilot show, t- the pilot show taping of NPR's from the top. 
Like, yeah, that, that's that's probably where they they were trying coming up for a name. Like, okay, so we have Joseph they Conyers. They we right. can't say they name, but he is the top, right? Like, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that now you know what I was wondering, like where the name from the top came from, but like that makes sense because if we're gonna start with Joseph Conyers, like where else are we starting from? Not the middle, right? <laughs> Definitely. I'm not. glad I'm getting so from much the clarity. Top. Um, that's what they should have named it from the tippy from the top. tippy top, or like you girls <laughs> could t- never. No. Well, my mom said the tippiest of tops. <laughs> <laughs> um. He's also taught at numerous summer festivals and given master classes at um, all kinds of leading conservatories like Colburn, Curtis, New England Conservatory, Yale, um, Peabody. He needs to come to Eastman. I've been meaning to put in a request for him to come to Eastman either for bass-related things or for in- Institute of Music Leadership because they do take requests for speakers. So I need to get on that because, I mean, I don't know if Eastman has it in their budget Yeah, um, I mean, bring him here. Just because yeah, I, I mean like, it's got to be at least what three million. I I mean at the I, I mean not. starting. Yeah right. Just just to show up and be and be in his presence. So he founded his his own nonprofit Project Four Forty. Um, you, can see pro- you can find out about it at Project Four Forty dot org. Of course, I'll link that in the Black Excellence session section of the episode. Um, but Project 440 uses music as a tool to engage, educate, and inspire young musicians. And also um, provides them with life skills uh, to become tomorrow's civic-minded entrepreneurial leaders. Just following his footsteps. Right. Um, he's partnered with Carnegie Hall, of course, the Philadelphia Orchestra, and Curtis, and the New York State Summer School of the Arts, um, and the Settlement Music School in Philadelphia. Um, in 2015, he was also appointed music director of uh, Philadelphia's All City Orchestra, um, which is the top orchestral uh, orchestra in the school district of Philadelphia. Um, and Project 440's programs are also accessible to high school musicians in the school district of Philadelphia free of charge. Whew, Chile, just two more things. <laughs> just two more things. Praying for you, sister. Um, Right. He's currently um, on the National Advisory Board of the Atlanta Music Project, um, and he has also uh, served on the board of ASTA, the American String Teachers Association. Um, so I just, I mean, I also follow him on Instagram. He's also Instagram famous. He's an influencer. I just, whew, I feel like I just ran a marathon. I mean, imagine how he feels. And I mean, also, he what is he what was he saying he worked out like every day uh he could so he could run a marathon i couldn't a marathon i remember i text you and i was like would you rather run a marathon or have to take public transpa- transportation every day for the rest of your life i was like i'll catch you on the bus because i can't wear to run a marathon i feel like it's like 26 miles i feel like i would definitely die trying i mean i'm pretty like i work out quite a bit not as much as he does it's like every day I do like four times a week, but um, I definitely would die trying. Twenty six miles, but I'm definitely gonna try because I hate the bus. So, <clears throat> okay, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta go. Um, my piece of the week is Hanukkah festival overture. Just you know, balance it a little bit. <laughs> um, this piece is freaking lit. Okay, Hanukkah festival overture for orchestra. Um, it's by it's arranged by Lucas Richmond. I will link uh, a Hanukkah festival overture so you can listen to it. The piece is freaking slaps. It just puts a bunch of like um, 
it's like Christmas festival overture. It's like it puts a bunch of um, Hanukkah pieces together, but in a way that it makes it amazing. Okay, thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, who, I mean, honestly, after talking about Joseph Conner, we should probably just stop. But anyway, if you think if you can think right, of somebody else, <laughs> I don't, right. good luck, girl. Act to follow. Um, what his babe? Yeah, that's gonna be the next <laughs> right. one. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Norma. Period. Send them to Classical Black Podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to y'all on next week. Bye, y'all. Merry Christmas. It's not even our Christmas episode. Okay. Bye. <laughs>